and gentlemen, and welcome back. We are here for another amazing and exciting episode of Uncaped Heroes. I am Stacey Johnston, and always honored to be here and joined by my co-host, Kathy Holland. Tell me how you are today, Kath. I am doing great. Thank you for asking. It is a beautiful day here in West Texas, and I'm enjoying the sunshine. How are you? I, I am ditto the same. It's not raining. It's not dripping humid. It's just a pretty day, and I also am enjoying it. And again, you know, I, I continue to think that I'm among the fortunate few that is blessed to be able to spend my time during the day meeting these amazing people that we get to meet from all over the world and all over the country. I just, I get up in the morning excited about the adventure coming for the day, right? Who are we going to get to meet? Who are we going to get to talk to? What wisdom are we going to get shared with us today? So as usual, here I am all excited about what's to come. How about you? What's your best part of all this? I really just enjoy the people that we interview. I enjoy meeting new people and hearing about their journeys and <clears throat> excuse me. And I really enjoy what people do. It's super cool to hear all of the different things that people do. I really enjoy it. How about you? You know, I love that too. I think maybe we get conditioned. You know, we look at how many tables there are in the store, and we think, God, there's not any room for my idea in that. But I think one thing we've learned through this podcast is that there's room for your idea out there. Right? there there's room for what you do. There's space for what you want to provide. There's, there's people that would love to stand alongside you in what you do. So there's room for your idea. Um, you know, one, one day some guy got tired of his coconut falling over, and he got a piece of wood, and he sat it on top of a log, and he made a table. And now there's 12,000 tables, and there's new ones all the time. So it, it's just proof that never get to that place where you believe there's not room for your idea and for what you do and for your passion. You have a story to write, and that, that what you do turns out so many times to be the definition of your why. And I, I fully I agree. That. I think people, I, I think people run into the the mindset of, you know, if I can't be the one, then I will just not do it. But you know, they need to. I think everybody, you know, needs to kind of adjust that mentality and realize that you don't necessarily have to be the one, but you can be one of. Because there Amen. are thousands of different ways to do the same thing, you know. So. Right. Oh, and if you put your mind to it, you have this mission of your own, so there's always going to be something that sets you apart. And I think a lot of it comes with believing with that. So here again, we're getting ready to have a beautiful interview with a, a wonderful guest. We've had a brief moment to get to know and enjoy her spirit. And she has the most contagious laugh. It just makes you want to giggle when you hear her laugh, so I can see her eyes sparkle from here. I can think about it. So if you're ready, let's get this interview started. I would love, ladies and gentlemen, to bring in our guest today, Toby Geis. How are you today? I'm great, Stacey and Kathy. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, we're so glad well, that you're here. I have to laugh a lot during this interview. <laughs> I have to laugh a lot during this interview now. <laughs> That's it. You've been, you've been held up to the laugh. So, you know, you, you've been held up. Uh, Oh, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. So, Toby, how about you kick us off? Let us know who is Toby, what do you do, why do you do that, and how can we connect with what you do? Yeah, beautiful. Thank you. 
Well, I am a what I call a body liberation coach, and I help women heal from their dysfunctional relationship with food and body. And it's a very it's a topic very near and dear to my heart. As I struggled with food and with body and with self hatred and looking in the mirror and thinking that everybody was judging me for a long time, much of my life. And I was I was put on a diet when I was nine years old. I had gone to the doctor for my regular checkup and I get on the scale and this doctor with a big belly tells me that I'm overweight and I need to lose weight. And, you know, looking back at pictures, that was not at all true. Like childhood obesity in the 80s was not anything as it is now. Um, And I was a pretty normal kid. Uh, But that was the day that changed everything for me. And uh, my mom really like put the reins on me. And I didn't get a lot of uh, teaching or explanation about why I uh, wasn't allowed to have seconds at dinner and why I had to eat different things than the rest of the family. Or even at school, I had to eat different things. When kids had birthday parties, I got an apple or gum and kids made fun of me. But there wasn't really much explanation as to why. And so I just interpreted it as I am bad. There's something wrong with me. I'm an outcast even in my own family. And you can imagine how at a young age, how that would really impact a person right? Um, in their development. Yeah. Absolutely. And so when I was 12, I discovered, and I, and I, I say it like this, I, I discovered bulimia because at the time it was like, oh, my God, this is like the holy grail. I can eat whatever I want and not gain weight. Um, and, you know, just like any addiction, like alcohol or drugs, you know, the first couple times you do it, or the first while you do it, it's, it's exciting and it's a party, right? Uh, but then it, it can take over and it can uh, have control over you like a monster. And, mm. you know, I, I struggled with, with bulimia from age 12 to 35. And I got into recovery when I was 35. Um, wow. So there was a, there was a, a lot of, uh, a lot of, struggle within me, internal struggle, a lot of self-hatred, a lot of, you know, trying to assert myself in some way in life to be loved and yeah. not understanding that I have the, that, that it, you know, being lovable is my birthright and it just is, it's a, it's a given. How I understand it now, like we are all lovable and we are all loved beyond measure, but that is not something that I could ever even comprehend. And so when you believe that you're not lovable, you even push it away. You can't even allow that into your, into your sphere. Wow. That's so, beautiful. Yeah. And congratulations on every day of that recovery. Thank every you. day that you found yourself on the other side of that. What a beautiful service. Yeah. I, I, you know, and I've said this before and I'll say it again. I am so appreciative of this space that's being offered to people in our world right now. You know, it just seems like everybody's asking permission. Can I say this? Can I be this? Can I do this? Can I say, you know, and they're looking for somebody to, to give them permission. And so that's what I've seen so much of recently is people like you, Toby, giving people permission to come stand beside you and get better from that. Right? And because you're like, hey, you know, it's okay to get better from that here because we understand and it's giving people a place to connect in this disconnected place that we find ourselves in right now, right? And, and so it's yeah. giving people these beautiful places to connect where they're finding healing and they're finding help and they're finding acceptance for the first time. 
And I, I love it. I just think yeah. it's the most beautiful thing to see beginning to unfold. That's how we, that's how we come together. All right? That's how we walk each other home. Yeah, Cassie is, I love that. Our coast is brilliant at saying that, y'all, we, that's what we're doing. We're just walking each other home. And uh, what beautiful mm-hmm. proof of that. What beautiful proof of I that. I love that. So, Toby, can you give yep. us some, give us a, a, how to connect with you? How can people connect with your services and be a part of what you do? Uh, several different ways. Um, I, I have several offerings. Um, I do something called the Body Liberation Babes Community, and uh, that, is, that is where you, you come in. You can do some group coaching and uh, breathwork, pranayama, uh, which is another one of my services, as I believe that true healing happens in all four bodies, spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical. And so in my, in my services, I integrate energy healing along with work with the unconscious mind and um, a lot of other modalities because it, it needs to be, like, really well-rounded. This is not just about the physical body. This is uh, very much about healing the, the mental, emotional, and spiritual wounds, which is where all the behaviors started in the first place, is getting to the root cause of that. So the body liberation days is a nice, um, a nice entry point uh, where you can get group coaching one week and breath work the next week, and then it alternates. Um, and then I also have a class called Eliminate Emotional Eating, a six-week blueprint to guilt-free eating. Um, or people can come on uh, and do one-on-one coaching with me which is a really beautiful healing experience where we, we dig deep and we get to the root cause and we, we heal the trauma from the root. And then I help people integrate for the next several months to really like learn how to learn to live differently in the world, like how to see the world differently and how to kind of reprogram and rewire that brain from that old thinking of that we're not lovable, that we, we don't have a right to speak or to be here, to, to really claiming their power and stepping into fully who they are. And loving themselves. Cool. That's beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. I hope people are taking notes and writing down how to make those connections. Yeah. So that is a beautiful story. That's a that's a beautiful journey. But I would like to take it in kind of a a different direction. Is there someone throughout your journey, throughout your recovery, throughout the things that you have experienced? that you would identify as a hero? And what is your definition of a hero? Hmm. I would say a hero is anybody who has overcome adversity. And, you know, somebody who maybe started in a really dark place in life and who is not wed to that, that they, that they see other opportunities, other possibilities, and that they're, they're living differently and that they are really open to what the world has to offer them. Um, I think that's, that's the most inspiring human is somebody who has overcome the depths of darkness of where they've, they've come from and that they're, they're, they're living an inspiring life. Um, and who has that been for me? There've been a lot of people. There's not just one person. Um, you know, I, there were a lot of people in my in my journey who were like mothers to me, and I always I always look towards um, older women in my life to be that nurturing mother that I didn't have, um, and so they were heroes to me. They they taught me how to be kinder to myself, softer to myself, and how to speak to myself differently, and how to really accept love. Um, mm. So 
all those, there, there, there were a handful of women along my journey. And then an Overeaters Anonymous, um, when I got into recovery, that was a beautiful community of people who were on the same path. And so that's another, another thing is like, I can look to somebody else who is on the same path as me, and maybe they're a few steps ahead of me, and they can be a hero. They can be somebody I can look up to because they can hold my hand and they, they can say, come on, I'll show you the way. Let's walk this mm-hmm. path together. So a hero doesn't have to be like somebody doing huge things, you know, like Superman, you know, or, 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 you know, a firefighter or a doctor who's saving lives. Like every single one of us is a hero and has the ability to be a hero in our own lives. And anytime that we are, you know, just a few steps ahead of somebody else and we can take their hand and say, I'll show you the way we're a hero for somebody else. We all have that ability. I love that. I love that recognition that we can all be heroes, right? And then we all are heroes to somebody. Because if you look at your life up to this moment, you survived 100% of your very worst days. Yeah, true. <laughs> so true. you are a hero in so many aspects. And uh, we are the very last ones sometimes we look at to be a hero to ourselves, you know, to be our own yeah. champion. And sometimes you need to be able to be your champion so you can understand what somebody else's needs in a champion, you know? And uh, you're exactly right Absolutely. about heroes. What, that's what we decided along this way is that heroes are everyday people that come along and do extraordinary things in our life. Mm-hmm. And so thank you for sharing those people with us. So if there's a life lesson you got along the way that you want to share with the world, what's your life lesson you'd like for us all to know? And so we have all the answers within yeah you have all you know what was that go ahead why i mean you we have all the answers within is that what you said yeah yeah oh, perfect. we have all I love the it. answers within and i spent a lot of my life looking outside of me for somebody else to tell me who i am or say go in this direction like i just i I didn't trust myself. And that's a big thing that I do with my clients and my friends. You know, and everybody I talk to is like teaching, teaching us how to each how to trust ourselves and how to really know that only we can know the direction to go in our lives. Somebody else can point the way, but we are unique individuals. Back to what you're saying at the beginning of this conversation about how everybody has a voice. And, you know, just because there's somebody else in the space doesn't mean that you can't be there too. Like, only you can know what direction and what path is right for you and what's in your soul and why you came here. And we truly do have all the answers within, and it's really a process of learning to trust our own intuition, trust our own internal guidance. And, and at the same time, I have coaches. I have people that I look up to to help me see when I can't see. And that's what we all do for each other. Right. Yeah. I love it. Kathy, so if you where are you with I think you're absolutely correct. Um, I think most of the answers that people seek are definitely inside. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, so if you were going to give a, a one-liner of advice, that you could put on a t-shirt for the world to read? What would it say? 
Well, it would probably be that you have all the answers with it. <laughs> and, and really, it's, I, I don't know, it's, it's honor everybody where they're at on their journey. You know, because we can judge somebody else or get mad at somebody else for doing something that we don't like, but we have no idea what that person's going through, what that person has experienced in their life, in their day, and why they are, you know, maybe acting in a way that displeases us, right? But we are not the only ones on the planet. And it's just really looking into another human's eyes and seeing them, really seeing them. You know, mm. so yeah. I, I don't know what, what the line was that I said, but, <laughs> but it's just really honoring the God and everybody else. And that's what namaste means, you know, for, for if you've done yoga, for, if your listeners have. Namaste means the God in me meets the God in you. And we are, we are all the same. We are all on the same path. We are all in this human experience. Yeah, some people have uh, different knowledge or they're more advanced in certain areas than others, but we are all in this together. So just honoring everyone for the journey that they're on. So yeah. I guess my T-shirt would say, "I I honor your I honor your journey." That's perfect. I love it. That's beautiful. Yeah. It's yeah. very hard to see. Yeah, and it's 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 easy to see people, but it's difficult to see them where they're at. Yeah. Yeah, that's very well, we were all there in some way, shape, or form. You know, we, we attract people into our lives that reflect us because everything is a learning opportunity. So we reflect our own mirrors, you know, whether we want to see it or not. Usually somebody who's triggering us says, there's a part of me that I don't want to look at or that I don't want to acknowledge. And being able to see the world in that way makes life its own beautiful growth journey. Even if you just did that one thing, every time you got triggered or upset at another person, if you could take it back to yourself and go, oh, how is that me? How is that a part of me that I'm not loving or accepting in myself? Mm. What good advice. Yeah. What great advice. I think we've said more than once sometimes, Toby, along this way, that sometimes the things that we pick out in other people that we thought that we identify so many times it's really a reflection it's like you're saying mm-hmm. of, of what it is that you're feeling and what it is you're seeing or not seeing within yourself yeah um so yeah I just, and thank yeah, you nice. you know we girl we've had so much fun we've done almost 200 interviews and that when we get to the quote about the t-shirt and what is the word that you would say they're all different we don't have one that even is similar <laughs> Of the other one, and the stories behind wow. that beautiful. Right, I said the whole time I want a T-shirt with a quote on the front, and then I want the story on the back because they're in a little pocket somewhere. Like, wait till you hear about this quote because the stories behind them were so beautiful, and there's just mm-hmm. so much passion and so much transparency in that. So, thank you for sharing yours with us. Thank you so very yeah. much. We are about to that place where we're going to have to wind down and and say goodbye for the day. So, there's a couple things we'd love to do. Number one, we'd love for our audience to recognize that we were always brought to you by Guided by Grace and Enlighten Up. If you want to talk to us about a story, if you know somebody's story we need to hear, you just want to have a conversation with us, reach out to us at HeroBuilder2020 at gmail.com and let's share that time together. We have a 
kind of a tradition when we get ready to close. We take some final statements, and, and I feel like I've, I've spoken into this day and into your conversation, and thank you again so much, Toby. Kathy, let's bring it to you. How would you like to leave our audience today? I just hope, and I think I say this every time, that if you're listening with us and you're, you're here for a you needed to hear what was being said today, and I hope that, you know, uh, a second to listen with open ears and an open heart and an open mind because it's, it's incredible information and advice, and I hope that it changes perspective for somebody. Mm. Beautiful. Thank you. Mm. Toby, we'd be honored if you would take this opportunity, take the last 90 seconds, close us out with our audience today. What would you like to leave them with? Mm. Wow. Thank you. Um, I guess I would just say that we are much, much more than our physical bodies, and we have been guided in our society, in our culture, to focus so much on the outside package, on our appearances, you know, whether that's our physical body or what the clothes the clothes that we're wearing or the car that we drive. And that's not what life is about. Life is what's on the inside. And there's so much magic, so much magic within each and every one of us. So much magic. I can't even begin to explain to you how amazing this human experience is and how, Mm. how everyone has that opportunity to see and experience life in that way. Mm. So, yeah. Beautiful.